Welcome to the Essay for FA's Retirement Advisor Podcast, a series that addresses issues of importance to financial advisors when dealing with the preeminent issue on their clients' minds, namely their desire for financial independence. I am your host, Gil Weinrich of Seeking Alpha, and today's topic is a defense of the controversial idea that investors in general, and retirees in particular, should have plenty of cash. We'll get to that in a moment. But first, this word on behalf of our sponsor. I have frequently been the recipient of criticism, even indignation, for my advocating holding high levels of cash. I like a target of one-third of one's portfolio in cash. Stocks are crushing all other investments, I am told, whereas cash is the losingest of loser investments, I am further told. Well, I've heard both of these rumors. Stocks have indeed enjoyed a nice run and may continue to do so. As for cash... I'm the first to admit it's trash. Well, not exactly, but I will explain. As is well known, the dollar has withered to next to nothing on an inflation-adjusted basis over the past century. You'd need $26 today to buy what a dollar could purchase in 1913, items like a men's dress shirt. Today, a single dollar could buy a packet of dental floss. When I was a kid in the 1970s, I could have bought a goodly portion of candy bars with a dollar, That's the only thing I remember using my money for back then. Current economic trends, namely the massive dollar-denominated debt the U.S. will somehow need to repay or monetize, give me even less hope in the dollar going forward. So why would I want to own cash? Well, while I've made the argument hundreds of times that investors must have stability that comes through liquidity, and if you'll excuse the continued alliteration, which gives your portfolio viability, I'm re-arguing it here because I happened upon a Warren Buffett quote I've never seen before, which says it so nicely, quote, in order to succeed, you must first survive. So said the Oracle of Omaha. Here's my interpretation of this remark. The stock market is an arena of economic opportunity that lulls you in with its dazzling returns. The more you are seduced by the performance of equities, the more apt you are to stop dipping your toes and go all in. Once you're all in, the tsunami strikes. Such has it always been in any risk-based market. That's why investors, and those in the retirement zone particularly, need a safe harbor. Now back to the dollar. Why favor a currency whose value has eroded so much over the past century and whose prospects over the coming century look to be challenging, to put it mildly? Reason number one. If you earn your income in dollars, pay your mortgage or rent, and buy your groceries in dollars, then you need dollars. If there were another better currency, you'd be eaten alive by conversion fees. So you need dollars. But, as I've also argued umpteen times, you should have a second currency. My suggestion being gold. In our credit-fueled society, nearly all currencies are abased by inflation and unbalanced consumption and production. Other countries also have re-election-seeking politicians, so it is risky to speculate on their currencies. Gold, though, has a long history of keeping up with inflation. My gold is in the form of ETF shares that I bought cheap and don't intend to sell, until the time comes that I will be loath to sell dollars. It's not as cheap as it once was, but likely has room to run up higher. Needless to say, having a liquidity portfolio large enough to meet your spending needs and your investing needs during the next prolonged market cycle should more than make up for the drag of holding cash in good times. And even if you doubt that math, don't doubt the truth of Warren Buffett's maxim that in order to succeed, you must first survive. 
among the non-survivors are lots of investors who despised the wasted opportunity of a cash drag. Finally, why is this of critical importance for investors on the cusp of retirement? Mainly because they only get one shot at doing this late phase in their lives. If the timing over which they have no control goes awry, they may find themselves revisiting earlier phases of their lives, like hustling to find a job in competition with their grandkids. But with enough cash to see them through a period of lean market years, not just to meet their expenses, but to re-risk their portfolios with new stock investments, they can enjoy their retirement, continue to build their wealth, and leave a legacy to heirs and the charities of their choice. And if you're looking for more than just a quote from Warren Buffett and a sermon on safety from me, I'll just add here that the top 2020 allocation target of the wildly successful Yale Endowment is in cash and cash equivalents at 30% of the portfolio. That kind of thinking has helped the endowment both thrive and survive. Thanks for listening. If you found this podcast useful, please consider passing it on to one other advisor. Also, feel free to contact me at gill at seekingalpha.com if you have feedback or requests. This is Seeking Alpha's Gil Weinrich.